Get anyway. your podcast. The anyway. Odyssey app is the yeah. place you can go. Check it out. Doesn't matter, though. Just take it. That's what matters. Uh, first quarter's done. I had not, there we go. Uh, 30 to 28. Boston has a two point lead uh, over the Heat. 12 points, but four turnovers in the first quarter for Jimmy Butler. He's doing it all for the Heat. I mean, your guy Bam's got six points and three rebounds, but this is what we expect, right? You expect Jimmy Butler to just be Michael Jordan for the Heat. And that's the one thing. Even with great three point shooting that we've seen through a lot of the playoffs from them, it comes down to Jimmy Butler carrying this team. Yeah, man, he's also got two steals, so he already went over one and a half steal in this game. He's got two boards as well. He's got two assists, 12 points on five of nine shooting. He's uh, he's on another level right now, Jimmy Butler. I think it's the coffee. What is it, the big face coffee? Big face coffee. Did you guys hear the story about how he decided on doing that? So vaguely, it was year. It was in the bubble. It's been it was, right. I don't he really just, remember it. Does he just promote it? Because remember in the bubble, like I thought that he actually was like. So the, they had, I thought it was like his coffee. So what it was is they had cash. They gave all the NBA players per diem cash. Yeah. Uh, for the, their time in the bubble, but they they had no place to spend it because there was nothing that was open. Yeah. So yeah. literally, it was like a dark economy, and so he started saying, "All right, I'm going to make my own coffee and I'm going to sell it to guys." Mm. And then uh, he would say, "Okay, well, it's twenty dollars a cup," and because like they had nothing else to spend it. And then right. eventually, he was like, "Oh, nope, I'm sorry, I don't have any change. I'm going to need you. It's a hundred. Like if if you don't have change, I don't have any change for a hundred. So then it started being big face. Yeah. Like so, yeah. a cup of coffee was a hundred uh, bucks. A big face well, coffee. They got Man. money that the NBA gave them when they already were making millions of dollars. Dark economy. For them, it's yeah. There's nothing else to spend it on. You're like, yeah, that's that's actually really smart. Yeah, I've come around on Jimmy Butler. So my mom is actually the biggest Jimmy Butler fan ever. She's in ever? love with him. She's been in love with him really since Marquette. Loved him as a bull. And uh, you guys always, as you know, my take. He'll never be the best player on a championship team. Mm. So every year in the playoffs especially the bubble. Uh, my mom just gives me a bunch of crap, but I've kind of come around on Jimmy. I'm actually a fan, kind of like LeBron. The older I get, he's been around for a while. I follow him on social media. All he does is really, like, drink coffee. He's got good vibes. I'm back in on Jimmy, and I'm just trying to jinx him, really, is what I'm trying I, to do. You're, you're mushing right now, aren't you? No, I don't think you can mush that guy. I don't think it's possible. It's, I mean, it is. Look it's up. just incredible how much, like, we talk about so many, there are more players will fade in the big moments than rise to the occasion, but it's, it really has become as close to a guarantee as you can get where Jimmy Butler looks like a complete... Look, good player during the regular season. Really one of my favorite players in the NBA. I'm not like you. Or I, I when That year, 2020, before the pandemic, I was like, he should be getting more MVP consideration. Yeah. They were first in the East. I knew it wasn't going to happen. You know the process and all that. But like at least he deserved that credit. But you just you watch what he's able to do in the playoffs like this where it just... It, it it's like he flips this switch, and very few players have that switch. Yeah. Mainly because like the real the greats, the all time greats that are great in the playoffs. Like you saw it normally in the regular season. Michael Jordan, clearly Larry Bird, Magic, whoever you want to put. Like they did it in the regular season, and then they did it in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler's a good player, but there's just this extra level that only seems to appear consistently in the postseason. It's funny if you go back and you look at the like the 2011 like draft profile for Jimmy Butler. They're like he'll work out if he's drafted into the right situation, and that's what it looked like he was going to be, just like a role player with mm-hmm. the Bulls. And then Derek got hurt, and he kind of became the alpha male there. And also uh, his player comp was Wes Matthews. Probably, was it really? Probably because they both went to Marquette, but that was his player Played comp. West defense, West Matthews, shoot, I guess. And now he's averaging twenty six points yeah. per game in the playoffs. So, um, kind of crazy. Are funny. And I always laugh like when we get to the NBA draft and we get past like pick fifteen. I'm like, I oh, know these guys. These are role players at best, but 
couple guys, I mean, sometimes yeah, it works out. End, Draymond yeah. worked out, obviously. Could have been a bull. Uh, Jimmy Butler worked out. So there is sometimes you could find some value later on in the draft. It, you will you will have the back end. Look, yes, a lot of times those guys are more role players. But, you know, look, even the top of the draft, nothing nothing's guaranteed. I understand all the hype around Victor Wembanyama. Rightfully so, right? The guy's still growing. He's 7'3", 7'4", 7'5". I don't know how, how, how tall he is, how tall he's going to get. Eight-foot wingspan. Is able to play like a point guard. This is the ultimate unicorn, changing the game, greatest prospect we've ever had. It doesn't mean there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve with him, at least early on in the NBA. Now, the difference is, is he's playing against adults in a really good pro league as a kid and dominating. Like Luca. But it's but it's it, and that's the and that's the big thing. What I loved about Luca coming into the draft was that he was 18 and he was the MVP of the Euro League. What people don't always understand about especially that league and some of the others overseas, younger players don't get minutes. A lot of times they just they play a little bit and that's it. It's not like the NBA where there's all this invested in a first-round pick and they're putting you out there right away and they're getting all this time even if they're not ready. So Victor Wembanyama clearly is ready in that sense. Yeah. But we're throwing around a lot of narratives with him right now where you may want to at least pump the brakes just a little bit. The one thing that concerns me is how skinny he is and how tall he is and how that can do damage to, like, lower, you know, your knees and your feet and things like that. That's always something that at least, like, when you get to 50, 60, 70 games in the NBA, that's that's more than you've played before. That wear and tear could could at least maybe give him a rookie wall, bare minimum, once the season gets to, like, the, the meat of it next year. Yeah, I just think he has to remain healthy. That's yeah. really it. Like, as long as he doesn't have a Chet Holmgren, Liz Frank injury, he's going to be a beast. Like, He's, what, minus 300 to win Rookie of the Year for right. a reason. Like, yeah. And I don't think that's bad value. I think taking Victor Wambiyama to win Rookie of the Year is probably a very good bet. Same. Like, minus 300 is about the best the price. Believe me, as soon as you see him play one game in the Summer League, it will go from minus 300 to minus 500 in, like, maybe five minutes. I agree. I am going to bet him to win Rookie of the Year minus 300. I don't, I don't care. Nobody else is going to win Rookie of the no. Year as long as he stays healthy. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I'm like, if he doesn't work out, if he doesn't pan out, what will it be? Like, what's the knock on him? And the only knock on him is his body. And yeah. he's, like, the only prospect ever where he's almost, like, too tall. Like, you got yeah. guys that are trying to lie and be like, well, that's with shoes on. I, I they're trying. Know. They're literally trying to. They're probably trying to knock him out of uh, the air when he jumps because literally his knees are the size of most guys' shoulders, like from right. the knee down. Right. It's like crazy. Right. He has a body look like stretch it like a slim right. gym. Like I'm like, what's the difference between him as a prospect and LeBron as a prospect? And the only difference is like you knew LeBron. I mean, you figured he was going to be able to stay healthy because he's six foot eight, two hundred and forty five, two hundred and fifty pounds. We've never really seen a player built like him. Yeah. But he wasn't seven. He wasn't minute bull. Like, with a jumper and with handles. That's why, I mean, this is the kind of guy that you create in, like, NBA 2K. So I can't wait to watch this. You hear all these players that haven't even really seen him. I mean, they haven't seen him playing one game in the league. Like, Steph Curry, they're like, this guy has it. He's got the clutch gene. He's going to take games over. When you're getting praise like that from Steph Curry, I think it means I'm something. Just, I'm disappointed he he isn't going to go to the Thunder, though. It reminds me that he got game. Like, remember when Jesus Shuttlesworth, like, in the movie, they got, like, Michael Jordan, he's yep, like, he got yep. game, and you got all the pros yeah. talking about him? Usually, like, the pros, like, the rookies coming into the league, they don't get praised right away. Usually, like, you got to take your you got to take your bumps and bruises. But I mean, this dude, everybody look, wants to play with him. I mean, yeah, you can certainly see it. So, crazy. so, Scott actually found there are some win totals out there for the Spurs. What do you guys think the number is? I'll say 32 and a half. You absolutely nailed it. Really? 32 and a half for them next year. And that seems fair. I would go over, personally. So, we know that they tanked, and 
clearly that team alone can win at least five or six more games than the 22 they won this season. They like they, Look, the Spurs are not a good team, but they do have some young players that are good complementary players there. I, my... And they're well coached. Thir- over 32 is a lot. I mean, that's a, so that's a, I mean, that's a 10-game improvement. What what I do still want to see, and then that's going to probably change this. You may not get as much value on this then. It's like, what else do they do this offseason? Do you mm-hmm. then see some players that go, I want to go play there. It's Greg Popovich. It's a storied franchise. Uh, I'll go there. Maybe not on a – it won't be on a discount because they got plenty of cap room. It's all smaller contracts for the most part. But th- there's a chance that that now becomes – some semblance of a decent destination for some players because you can play with this generational talent. Yeah. What do you guys think of Keldon Johnson as a player? Because I like yes, him. he yeah, averages like twenty a game on a yeah. bad team. Is I he like a good him. player? I like though, him. You think? I do too. Yeah, I think Keldon Johnson's for real. He's just like how would I put this? He's a spur. He's like very bland. Yeah. He's uh like he looks like a my like two K create a player. Yeah. Like just kind of very nondescript name, nondescript face, not yes. nondescript game, like He's not somebody... Him and Devin Vassell could be the same guy. I was going to say, and then what do you think about Devin Vassell? <laughs> yeah. I like Devin Vassell, too. I yeah. liked him Vassell, at Florida State. Devin Vassell averaged 18 points a game, and Keldon Johnson averaged 22. This team won 22 games with two guys that are doing that. You add Victor Wembanyama to the mix here. And Jeremy Sohan was, like, what is he? He was all rookie. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. He's really good. Yep. And Devontae Graham. Like, I know he's not a great player, and he's probably going to bounce from team to team, but he could hit some and shots. And Malachi Branham. Trey Jones. I mean, they... I, I Malachi Branham's going to be good. I think, look, I get that they were a really bad team. I do feel like people are sleeping on the Spurs because that team was purposely trying to lose. Greg Popovich has all his titles. He was like, look, if I get a chance to get this guy, great. Let's make this happen. If I don't, nobody's going to hold it against me with this team. It's got a bunch of young players. They know we're Blake rebuilding. Wesley, remember him from yeah, Notre like, Dame too? There's, there's a decent amount of talent on that team where if you add one or two free agents or maybe they pull off a trade, I don't know. You keep Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell. You've got Trey Jones there. Dougie McBuckets. There's well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now now we're now we've got a real. Hey, he averaged ten a game. Yeah. He give you some bench They're minutes. Not gonna, the, the, there's a chance the Spurs are in the playing tournament next year, I especially if Victor Webanyama is put. It, yeah. it, it, it lives up to the hype. Like we got all this hype on him, he should be good enough to get this team to the playing tournament next year. Yeah, I mean we don't even know what the West is going to look like. Denver's still going to be good. We know that. Yes. I think Minnesota is going to be better as long as they don't trade Cat. They just have to stay healthy. I think they're much better. I think they're probably a top five seed. They were the biggest disappointment because this of, past season because of Ant. Because he's going to be every year he gets better. He's like the one dude in the league where every year his numbers get better. Uh, they're going to need Cat to be better, obviously. And we'll see what ends up happening with Rudy Gobert. But they should be better. What do you guys think Dallas is going to look like? Like, what I are they going to no do? Idea. I don't know what they do. Is it going to be just Luka and who? I, I don't think Kyrie comes back. But I don't know. They have no cap space. They have no assets. I, I don't know what they do. Like, I think that, because I think what happens next year, the first angry superstar, the first guy that gets pissed off, I think he's a Nick. Because I think that the Knicks Luka, are fine. I, I don't, think, don't you tease me with a good I think time. The Knicks, you stop it. Maybe it's Embiid. I don't know. I don't think they're going to move Embiid, Philadelphia. But I think the next guy that gets upset is probably going to end up in New York. Oh, my God. It would be amazing. I Luka mean, Donovan Dodge Mitchell should have been in do New you, York. Did you know? I, I, it, would be, it would be the greatest day of my life to see Luka Doncic in a Knicks uniform. I also laugh, especially after watching that series against Miami, at the people that like rip Donovan Mitchell after that playoff series. Ah, I'm glad we lucked out. We didn't want him anyway. Imagine him and Brunson. I have never been more disappointed in a player in NBA history than Julius Randle in that series. I hate to, like, question guys' effort. It did not look like he cared whatsoever. And then in his postgame presser, he's like, I guess they just want it more. Right after they get blown out, he's like, 
hugging and kissing his wife, which I'm fine with, but like go do that by the locker room because this isn't like the play-in game where the Timberwolves won and they were celebrating and you had Cat making out with his girlfriend and Pat Bev drinking Bud Lights. Like you just got bounced in the playoffs. You showed absolutely no effort. In the final, the fourth quarter of that game, like he literally quit. That lazy ass pass to Brunson. I think Julius Randle's I don't think so. You don't think so? No, not at all. No. Oh God! I'm gonna try the, to move the, him. The fans they were ripping his posters off the wall yeah, at the garden and stuff. No, I know, I know, yeah. but like God. Man. I think R.J. Barrett is more likely gone than Julius Randle is gone. Well, this would be selling high on Barrett because he actually played well after the first couple games. He of played the playoffs. okay. He I like him okay. way more than I like Julius Randle. Here's the thing, Julius. I love Julius. Julius, Julius how, you you got to get twenty-two and ten from someone. He's giving you twenty-two and ten as a third option. Yeah, but he's giving you no effort in the playoffs. Though. Yeah, That's but he has a he has a he had a bum wheel. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. The tough thing, though, was when he came back, He what, he had like 28, and what was his first game back? He put up monster numbers yep. when he came back from the injury. So you go, okay, you can do it. You right. just didn't get that consistently, coupled with the last time they made the playoffs a couple of years ago, and it's Julius Randle completely disappearing the entire if time. If he's your third option, right. that's okay. You know, if, if you got Jalen Brunson, another guy, I don't know who would work with those two, though. I you mean, a lot of guys would. I'm just trying to think of, like, who would be available? Who's going to get moved, probably? You're talking about, like, stars? Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, the next pissed-off star. The next Kyrie, Harden, Ben Simmons I mean, that wants out. listen, Embiid's name has been thrown around there, but he's been in the league a decade now and has an injury history. If I'm the Knicks, I, you're going to have to give up too much to make that worth it. I'm not doing it. Is it – I mean, Luca, you probably give that one more season. I don't think he requests a trade until maybe next year. Is it Carl Anthony Towns? I don't want Carl Anthony Towns. There's another guy that disappears. That's when the name that really keeps. Matter. Yeah, he's the same. The he's kind of the same guy as, as Julius, Julius Randle. He's been yeah. thrown around for years. Only I think Knicks. Julius Randle is tougher than Carl Anthony Towns. Car- oh, absolutely. I would take Julius Randle over Carl. I mean, because I don't know. Carl Anthony Towns' mental fortitude is like a snail. Maybe I would rather have Carl Anthony Towns though. No, he's, he's more yeah, talented, I would. but you're not going to get would. anything. I would he's, take Cat over Julius Randle. Come on, no, I would. I don't. I wouldn't even think twice either. Give me Come on, oh, dude. I would. I Come would on. To. I'm telling you, I, I'm out on Julius Randle, and I loved him. But I'm out, but, on, I'm out on Carl Anthony Towns. I more. thought Julius Randle was the next Zach Randolph, but only because why with Cat, though? Because he's soft? Yes. He's soft. Yes, and you see, watch he him in the regular shoot, season. Okay. He could play. You can get plenty of shooters. Yeah. yeah he's talented, but we've seen, we've gone down this road enough with him. I know. I like, said this about Wiggins, too, though, and then he went to the Warriors, and then last year he was the best player in the NBA Finals. Yeah, so sometimes you just need to change the scenery. It's also a different role, though, for Wiggins. you got to think of where Wiggins is now. He's not looked at as a number one overall pick. For him. Well, right. Yeah. I, so. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not ready to write off Cat, but I'm done with you. Was Gabe?